Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. Today, we have all four people here, but where is here? Brayden, I want you to describe a little bit as to the process of this new location we are recording in. So, I think probably like two weeks ago, two, two, maybe two to three weeks ago, we were like, man, we're getting way too hot in this garage. And it doesn't look on camera when we're constantly wiping our faces with towels just because of the sweat. So we came up with the idea of getting a table somehow, some way, and bringing it into Cole's bedroom, transferring it into a new studio for us so that we can wear air conditioning. I'm wearing jeans right now. It's hot. I would not be able to do this if we were still in that garage. So I, I, I kind of celebrated today. Mm-hmm. So uh, about two weeks of designing and building a new podcast table as well. It's, it's very nice and well. Uh, Braden built this w- himself with yeah. I, bu- from I his built dad, this. I believe. Yeah, right? me and my dad, we we got together, kind of like thought the whole thing out, and it, everything's right now is held together by four screws. Yeah, it's if honestly you, incredibly impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that <laughs> because okay, so like there, there's like a frame that's held together by like a lot of different screws, but there's three pieces, and these three pieces are like the top pieces and holding everything together and like it's pretty sturdy all based on those four screws it's a very quality table i did not expect this whole point is is that it came out very well yeah and i mean because i i was back for only like one episode with you guys and when i was in there i was like this is just this is brutal like and it's one of those things too where like you don't want quality to suffer because the sun is on fire all the time in texas and we are dying the sun is always on fire is the sun on fire or is the sun fire the sun is always on fire. Okay, so if the sun weren't on fire, what would the sun be? A star. Dead. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th- I feel like a sun wouldn't be a star if it sun. wasn't on fire. So how would you describe you a know, sun? I would say that none Sub- of us Jupiter, are knowledgeable in astrophysics, so I just think we should just move. I, I, okay, right anyways. <laughs> so the important news is, is that we're in a climate-controlled environment. I oh, don't have a bed yeah. anymore. I have my shoes off. There's <laughs> carpet. There's yeah, air conditioning. I also have my shoes off. I also, I have, also my have my shoes, shoes off. This is a no-shoes podcast. <laughs> Just like my household. So, very comfortable. Anyways, but in other extremely breaking news, a uh, very controversial viral music video has broken out in the streets known as WAP. And W-A-P. W-A-P. It stands for some things that are very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't we are people. Yeah, We are people. That's That's a good one. Yeah, but anyway, if you don't know what it stands for, I'm sure you could look it up or just listen to the song. But I believe the radio mix is wet and gushy. So yeah. wet and gushy, wet and gushy. So. I feel like that's worse than the actual one. <laughs> no. You think that's worse? It's it makes me uncomfortable. Hearing, I mean, hearing both of them makes me uncomfortable. But see, I don't think it, honestly, and like you know, believe what you will. But the song kind of catchy. I think the fact that a song like that is even on the radio, even with like different words, is a little out there. I don't know, man. I mean, it's the radio. I mean, it's a club song. It's something upbeat, you know. Music it's, all, it's always going to stuff like that's always going to be yeah. publicized and yeah. on the radio just because it gets listens. And I mean, the song is by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, two of the hottest artists right now. So obviously that's going to be taking the charts. Cardi the B can't produce anything that's not catchy. Like I that, hate her. Her success is totally based off of the fact that her songs are so catchy. Well, she's like She's taking advantage of like exactly how society is. Like she's not 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 society, but like culture. Like she she completely caters to how like 
today's culture is, and that's why like all her songs are like do well. And to an extent, like, she, fit, she fits in well. To an extent, figures like her and Megan The Stallion, you know, empower women, and it gets them, you know, some sort of exposure that hasn't really been around for a lot of people. You know, I mean. Because, I mean, it, the industry is very male-dominated, and it's only been in the past maybe five to ten years that it's been a bit more diversified with other people of different color and gender. I think it's so funny that Nicki is, like, Nicki Minaj is pretty yeah. much what, like, paved the road for all of these, like, I fucking love Nicki Minaj. And then we got <laughs> Iggy Azalea. Well, no, but, but Nicki went, like, her career was so good, and then, like, her only thing she does now is, like, collabs with 6 9 and very, like, low-rate pop rap songs. <laughs> she can do whatever the fuck she wants, well, man. Well, no, I mean, Nikki. I'm not she gonna... Co- she collected that bag, and she no longer needs to collect that bag, so yeah. she's, she's just kind of having, having fun with it so she, you're telling me she's collabing with six nine for the fun and not for the money <laughs> yeah i don't that's know exactly what i'm saying it's a pretty dangerous career move to collab with rainbow man these days so. matt what are your thoughts on this song did you listen to it i only listened to it once did only you enjoy it, it? Uh, no <laughs> i'm being honest it was a pretty at least for me it was a low tier mid song just because i honestly despise hearing cardi b She's so annoying. And I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the other earlier today, I saw this video on Twitter, and it was replacing a bunch of Star Wars noises <laughs> with Cardi I, B. I watched that today. <laughs> I don't know if I sent it to you, I but I, I did watch. You that might today. have. Oh no, you retweeted it. Oh yeah. man, that was a funny little video. <laughs> it was funny, but uh, other than that, I just do not enjoy Cardi B whatsoever. She annoys the living shit out of me. I mean, yeah. I get that, but at the same time, I don't know, like. I don't know, man. Her <laughs> music's kind of her, her music's kind of catchy. Like, I'm I'm not gonna like <laughs> listen to it in the car by myself. I would, but yeah. like, if you I got like I a car see full you of people, to Bodak Yellow, dude. When Bodak, I was about to mention that when Bodak Yellow blew up, I was listening to that shit daily. I don't even care. I put that on the record. I can't <laughs> say the same thing. I did like finesse her her song with mm-hmm. Bruno Mars. I that's like, like, that's like probably the only I one like I listened to Braden. on my. I own. really do. But that was like that was kind of like an it old was, school vibe song. That was like probably song. the most catchy catchy song she's done and she's just a feature in that one. Yeah. yeah. How about Megan the Stallion coming back like only a month after being shot in the foot twice and then I releasing forgot a about video that. like that. Yeah. How exactly okay, did what? that happen? It was um I don't know the like the whole story exactly. I know that her description of it was basically like she was in the car with Tory Lanes and the police like arrived or whatever and then somehow when she was getting out of the car she got shot mm. twice. In the foot? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know she foot. got shot in the I, foot. She got tw- shot twice in the foot, though. And so, like, I don't know. I don't really know en- enough about it to, like, speculate as to what happened. Mm-hmm. But she, like, released a video saying that she, like, didn't deserve to get shot. So it made it seem as if it was, like, like an intentional thing. Yeah, like, that's a, that's a weird thing to say. Of course you don't deserve to be shot. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so we can all fairly pretty much agree that you don't deserve to get shot in that yeah. instance. But, uh, or in most, to, if not any instances. Yeah. But, uh... The whole point is, is that it was, it was like a very convoluted situation with Tory Lanez and like getting shot and coming back and releasing this. <laughs> what's okay. crazy about the song, Powerful. though? What's crazy about the song, though, is that there's petitions to remove yeah. Kylie Jenner from the music video because she's a part of it. And if you have seen the music video, when you see Kylie come on, in most music videos, you would assume that a guest appearance like that would, would warrant some, some sort of bars mm-hmm. being dropped, just like Matt said. You know, I, I was expecting her to just like throw it down. I would have been, but she just walked down a hallway and that Rise, was it. She started rapping, man. <laughs> I don't just just. I don't know what I, I would have done. Lost my shit. She's I a, wanted it. Cheetah print suit. If Kylie starts dropping bars, I need a phone call with Chris Jenner to talk about what happened. Like what? 
What was the th what was the thought process behind that? Don't get me wrong. Would have been a better music video. <laughs> okay, who do, you, who do you think reached out to who? Do you think like Chris Jenner as like the manager like reached out and said, "Hey, I want to get I want to get Kylie in a music video." I, I'm or do convinced. You think Chris she Jenner was reach, reached out to Chris Jenner's involved in everything. Everything yeah. that this world sees, whether it's political, maniacal, Chris Jenner's there. I'm just thinking about that picture of her with the camera, and she's just like this. Yeah. Yeah, like the yeah. mean girls, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. I don't know, dude. Chris Jenner's a madman. Like that's crazy. It, it's she's and she's good at what she does. No, she is. She's like the best publicist ever. Yeah. Like she puts. The, it, don't get me wrong. Like you know, in terms of like fleshing your kids out and everything, she she does not hold back. But but yeah, like yeah. I I saw like reasons for that it was like cultural appropriation. They just hated that. Like they just had to throw her in there and like. Well, who the fuck cares I about Kylie think... Jenner really? Like I don't know about anybody else. Some stuff. I don't particularly like. Find myself very interested in what Kylie well, Jenner's like she, up to. She doesn't like really provide anything for like guys, I guess. Like I get girls like she's got the they makeup. Can, they can and like stuff, relate with her. Yeah. She's got the makeup that like that's a big thing. She's also but just like a that, personality, I guess. But yeah, I mean, she's not my cup of tea either. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very much on Team Kardashian. I never really have been. I think they're like the royal family of America, which is basically nothing but a figurehead that does nothing. So yeah, they're very famous for a variety of reasons, none of which that I generally care about. They're also dragging down Kanye, and that's just. Not, Shout out Ray J. Not what I want to see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're dragging. I don't know, Kanye. man. There's a Kardashian curse. Look at Lamar Odom. Look at all of them. Like, bro, I hadn't even thought of shit that. Shit burns. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I'm glad Travis got out of there, though. Dude, <laughs> I'm so happy for Travis. Yeah, I I'm, fucking love Travis. Scott. Initially, I think we talked about like them breaking up on this podcast. Initially, we I was, like, was, was kind of yeah. sad. Like, I, yeah. I wanted Stormy to have like not a broken household, but then I thought about that. Or you just made me think about that just now, and I'm like, yeah, I. I want Travis to be safe. I, w I want him to be kept as far away from that family as possible besides his daughter. Regardless, Stormy has a great life ahead of her. Mom's a billionaire. Oh, her dad's yeah. Travis Scott. <laughs> she's got set. She's oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think she's going to be worrying where her next meal is coming from anytime yeah, soon. She's so. fine. Just like Kanye's children. They're they're fine. They're, they're, their dad's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, they're Kanye, fine, Kanye I guess. Is, yeah, <laughs> straight up out of his mind. That. That dude is an interesting spectacle these days. Well, I feel bad. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel bad uh, because he's it's literally like, bipolar. Like, well, no, yeah, it's yeah. like mental illness being like run out in front of the public in like a totally, uh, yeah. in my opinion, an incredibly inappropriate way. But it, like, I, I agree. When you reach stardom, like but he Kanye does it to himself too. Like, no, absolutely. Yeah, he, he starts tweeting like crazy. And but like, can like, that be linked to like a mental illness type thing? Yes. Like a, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people say, which I thought I was know. pretty interesting, was uh. That ever since his mom passed away, like that's where he really just I like agree. lost his way. Yeah. And like now that I think about it, that's kind of true. Yeah. Because he's kind of been off some crazy yeah. shit, you know. Well, really. just it, it all it all snowballed. I just don't think yeah. he's yeah. had really that. a prominent or dominant figure in his life to get him to the right path. And he doesn't he have a father figure either, right? No, I don't believe no. so. Yeah, and so. that's that can that can. I mean, I I can't speak from experience, but I'm saying that can take a toll on somebody. But his mom, I think, was that father figure, and so it's yeah. Just, the second she died, I kind of that's got to be hard him. for anyone. You know? Yeah, and, and like I, especially if you have underlying things like and, he yeah. Has, and plus, he has supporters like from uh, the Kardashian family, which is not really the the best, not the best support. System. Yeah, that's what, that's another thing too for me is like that's another reason why Kanye is kind of like. Uh, because if you look at someone like Kanye, he was someone who struggled all his life and then made it to the top with hard work and then there's yeah. the kardashians who made their success with famous father who is a lawyer you know yeah. and then also an olympian who used to be an olympian uh, yeah. and then uh <laughs> an olympian who used to be an then, olympian uh, i mean <laughs> it's just hard to see that dynamic playing out because i mean you have these two different lives that he lived you know if you were once an olympian 
are you like always yeah. considered an Olympian? One hundred percent. Okay. So he, he's still an Olympian, or he's like was once an Olympian. She's still an Olympian. She's still an Olympian. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you have any type of mental health issues, I just don't think that the Kardashian family is what you want to be around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's like the last place in the world anybody who needs to like, and honestly, like anybody who needs like legitimate help, I don't know why you, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to like predict the future or like talk about things that I don't know myself, but mm. it just, numbers don't really add up to me in terms of like having somebody that has clear mental health issues being fleshed out on a national level with the most publicized family in America. Yeah, yeah I think I, mean, I think that's part of it, but like a lot of go- him going through these things, he was like he was pushing them away because they were trying to like help him and he like when you're in that state, you you, you get scared of a lot of things and you get paranoid. So like he was scared of what they were going to do, but I think they really just wanted to like help him in those situations when he's like on these tweet rants and he goes off yeah. and like says so they're, they're trying to censor me and all this stuff. I was like, uh, like it's kind of for a good reason. Like they're trying to look out for you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just like retire and figure yourself out or I whatever it is. The old that's Kanye. That, you, do, you know, like that song, man, it was just, it I was a foreshadow. Yeah. That, that shit was, it was a, that was a, yeah. that was a telltale sign. It was right a there. prophecy. He wrote his own prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he missed his old <laughs> self. I listened to the life of Pablo and I just get sad. I love that album. It's I such a good, love so good. I honestly think it's my favorite Kanye album. It came album. out in 2016, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the not, reason why that was a great yeah. year. So many, I could, we should honestly do a podcast about the year of 2016. Honestly, just, I'd be down throw, throw back on every, Everything that came yeah. out in 2016. We're not going to do any uh, rendition podcasts on 2020. So, oh, oh not a chance. Do <laughs> you think there's anybody this I, year can burn? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope we unwrite it out of history. Just act like it never happened. Once everything's done. I was telling them earlier this year, and I saw this on all over social media. But this year has tried so hard to be what 2012 was not. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I we've mean, got, look we've at got volcanoes erupting. Last got... week, a capital exploded. The, like, yeah. Just. I mean, it's been a bizarre year. Mm-hmm. A bizarre year. This year has been all gas and no brakes. No kidding. It's yeah. a funny YouTube channel. By I the way. just really, really I didn't even know that was a channel. <laughs> Continue though. <laughs> I just really hope that you know the silver lining of this entire year is Bobby Schmurda. I want it to be. It's what I see, and <laughs> I, I can't wait for that Instagram live. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be insane. Do you think he's gonna hop on Instagram live? Is oh, that... he has to. If he, he doesn't to. body six nine out of the gate though, because he will. And then people are saying that his hat is going to descend from heaven just and land just like back land on, his, on head. his head. The Knicks hat. <laughs> yeah. If y'all don't know what we're referencing exactly from like one of his most popular songs, definitely not going to say the name. But um, he he throws his hat up and it just like it just does never comes back into frame. <laughs> it goes up and no one knows where it went. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Yeah. It's like a, it's an older meme thing that's like just been floating around the internet for a while, yeah. kind of like gotcha. his hat. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, let's get started with what we're actually talking about and some of the more structured topics of today's episode. Some big news today. It looks like college football might not happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. I see a, I see a lot of stuff going on right now of like SEC, SEC because they haven't mm-hmm. canceled their season yet. But I, if I'm wrong, like Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 have officially canceled mm-hmm. their seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's a sad situation. And I know that you're a huge fan of March Madness, and you saw that get taken away from you. So yeah. you, I'm sure you understand I, the pain a little bit. I really like, and I really like college football too. And I'm yeah. a, I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan just out of random, which I can't Wolverines. really explain why I am a Michigan Wolverine fan, but. 
it's kind of sad that I can't see them play this year. So, so far, my school is in the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. And, and yours is going to be like the, the yeah, first game the first, right, against Texas yeah, State, SMU yeah. versus Texas yeah, State. Pony up. But <laughs> apparently that, that game's still going to go on, hopefully, and it's going to be the first football game in America. Which is really dumb to me because Texas is like the worst state with the whole corona thing. <laughs> They're yeah. so like, like the it whole makes, thing but it's is because, no damn It's because sense. Texas is willing to do all these things that should, like, probably shouldn't happen. Yeah. So it just falls right in line with everything we're doing. Yeah. Right I feel now. like they feel like we're so screwed, might as well just try and yeah. do things back to normal as we're screwed. It's I don't know. It's just the most sucks. backwards way of looking at it, too. Well, I mean, I mean, Texas might become the most, like, immune state to coronavirus. Everybody starts building imu- an immunity to it. Yeah. You know, maybe the unfortunate side effect of that is mass numbers of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. That's the that's the negative part that's of giving cool. everybody COVID. So, I mean, not to be, like, too light about it, but, you know. It's just going to snowball, and eventually the Big 12 is going to say something, then the SEC and all the other Well, I have divisions. a question for you. Are you going to go to the game? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I doubt that they're going to let us be able to. I would like to, but also it wouldn't it's be the be best if they, if they able, if you If you're able to, will you go? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I got to, you know. I mean, I mean, honestly, what if what if the season gets canceled right after that game and he misses opportunity to go to the only college football game of 2020? No, I say fuck it, go. I mean, I, I'm I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll wear your, a mask. Your I won't sit with anyone. That's my your college. That, <laughs> I mean, do what you want to do. Just practice like caution around like the people you're around. And that's so my, far, that's my whole during thing. this entire thing, I I haven't been the best, but it's like I've hung out with people within a small group. I've hung out with a small group of people who have been containing themselves as well and so I that's mean, what most people yeah. i know have been doing has been just kind of like picking a specific friend group yeah and then everybody tries to kind of keep the same rules like and exactly. as of lately i really haven't been doing much besides just recording and then my work just ended so i i've just been chilling at home and i've just yeah. been minding to myself yeah. for the most part i can't exactly say the same because brayden and i did just go to colorado like <laughs> yeah, days we, ago we, but we just did some cross-country traveling but i feel like we, we did a pretty we, good job we i mean Ma- it was the same thing we were places. in our same like friend group yeah. too and so we like anywhere that we went we obviously had masks and we didn't go out to eat anywhere we were always in like the uh we always like took airbnb we always, yeah, yeah we always took out food or had or had it delivered we, w- we were going to parks in the sun and uh, I would like to trust the information that like coronavirus kind of like dies almost immediately in sunlight. So like you're kind of safe to be outside. So that helps. So like hiking is pretty safe um, and you're supposed to wear a mask. I wasn't wearing a mask, but like I was also keep my distance from the rest of the people. I I mean, one of the like most unfortunate things about the Colorado trip was I had no idea how crowded some of these places were going to be. Yeah. And Denver that, is that really surprised insane. me too. Yeah, we were drastically underprepared for the number of people that were there. I mean, we did keep our distance and stuff, yeah. obviously. So, like, we kind of, like, circumvented that problem. But mm. the issue, it was just kind of shocking to see that, like, that many people were there. And, like, obviously the majority of people are wearing masks. But it's just – it's hard to tell what is and isn't the right move anymore because – it gets bad, but it seems like governments don't care, so it's really hard to be like, like I don't know. It's just hard to pick a side in this whole thing. Well, anymore. I mean, I, especially after like this year, you'd be crazy to assume that the, that anybody in the U.S. government cares about like you just in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, if there's one message you want to take from the coronavirus. It's that our government might not care about us as much as we think. 
Yeah. I mean, that's been a given. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, I, I, it's definitely more evident. <laughs> don't get me wrong. If I wanted to bitch about the U.S. government, I could have some time. But I just don't want to get into that. <laughs> Go ahead. Though. You can. It's <laughs> funny though that y'all that y'all say just you weren't expecting how packed it would be in mm-hmm. Denver because I experienced something similar, just not at the same scale that you would <laughs> think. But I went on a day trip with my family this weekend to Waco. I did not expect to to see as mu- as many people as there were there. Waco, Texas, for those of you who don't live in this state, is a pretty dry town. I mean, the only thing that I can think of there off the top of my head is Baylor University and the Dr. Pepper Museum. And, uh, they've, and they've, got, they've got the Davidian Church, too. Don't know what that is. Yeah, so I, I have okay, literally no idea. Have any, uh, for, for our listeners and for y'all, did y'all ever watch the uh, the documentary Waco? Or not, it was a documentary, oh, uh, but the show yeah, Waco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they, the the cult church mm-hmm. whatever the group of people like they called themselves the davidians mm-hmm. there's still an active davidian church in waco based off of that like first group That's of people fucking it's a yeah, they're still there in in like the old spot where it like burned down and it's a cult everything yeah it's a legit cult it's a legit like, it's cult. like it's yeah. not i mean like cults they, are fucking crazy i don't man. mean to go off on i don't mean to go off on this but like it's a great it's how a do you, great show by how the do way. you how do you explain what a cult is like a what is, is what is an actual cult like who like what who makes gets it to a, define it like yeah. what makes it a cult so a cult if you look at it just from a like a i guess a religious standpoint a mm-hmm. cult isn't necessarily a bad thing a cult is basically a sect of a religion that has broken off from that sect so in in essence it's its own sect so okay. take christianity for example it has many different sects catholicism baptism or uh, all these other different things church of christ but then you may have different branches within those branches that move off into their own thing and so that in itself is a cult and so then you i mean depending on who's leading them and what they believe that ends up like creating these little splinter cells and like the radical cults that we see that are prophesized with all the killings and whatnot that was a very damn good, good explanation so like the, the exact definition of a cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object so definitely they generally they have like a direct fixation on one thing mm-hmm. it's normally so like, a person is it not like normally in terms well, of you like have a religious yeah. leader yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's like a leader it's like that, charles manson for yeah example. so yeah. generally that that leader claims to have like uh, claims to have had a vision or like spoke to somebody some sort of or, divine or have knowledge some kind of yeah. prophecy like yeah. they, they consider okay. themselves a prophet and then so that whatever their prophecy was is what they like focus on and collect a group of people around so like the davidians uh in specific their whole thing was around like the end of the world like the apo- like er, all, all the steps leading to the po- the apocalypse mm-hmm. and his name was david something i forgot his last name but he he had like this vision and like idea of all these different things that had happened that in the bible say are the things leading up to like jesus coming back Mm -hmm. and like the end of the world pretty much they're probably having a hoot and a holler with this year now (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) a hoot and holler (laughs) but yeah (laughs) yeah we're just not gonna mention hoot and holler that was funny. I, I like the way you wrote that. I didn't know yeah. any other way to put it. <laughs> that was, that's Texas for you right there. Hootin' a holler. Darn tootin'. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably are having fun with this year. Like, yeah, for it really, real. It really sucks. They're, like, they're looking around it's like, coming. Hmm. He's coming. He's coming. He's <laughs> coming. The world's on fire. Everybody's dying. Seems pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> We've only had to wait like 40-some they're odd years. probably telling all their friends, like, told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> that's funny. Shit, yeah. Also, I mean, if 
on, on the whole like government thing. If if there's one show that'll make you hate the government a little bit, it's gonna be Waco as well. So <laughs> I've I think I've heard of the show. Before. It's it, I've only seen the first couple episodes of it. It's pretty damn entertaining. But I they just also, haven't had the opportunity to. Finish. In Waco, they also filmed the uh, or they have filmed the show Fixer Upper because two of the people who show. like founded that show or created mm-hmm. it. They are they like live in Waco and they established the Magnolia Market where you see all the white girls go to. Well, and a lot then, of uh, all of the houses that they like yeah, fix and they up have are like a, they have a castle too. in Waco. And a castle? I, yeah, we talked to a tour guide. Like when a dead ass castle castle. Yeah, a castle yeah. castle. Like we talked to a, we talked brick? to a. I believe so. He I I don't know watchtowers and everything. Of, I don't know their terms of castle, but the guy told me. Do they have a drawbridge? Just like they've got a, a moat around the around alligators and all. And that's what the tour guide told me. But Waco was a lot more packed than I expected it to be because everyone wanted to go to Magnolia. And so it was festering with many different people. Well, it was I mean, crazy. One of the things is, is like everything's closed. So everyone has so much time. Yeah. Like there's just so much time. And like school hasn't started yet and all that stuff. So even college students are just like, there's not too much to do these days. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I understand it. Yeah. And most people are going to be on online school anyways. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. World's fucking crazy right now. It's all very weird. Yeah. Anyway, so there's this there's this last living blockbuster oh, in some city in Oregon, and it's been it's been going. It's been kept alive by the by the uh, the citizens of this town. Sorry, and they recently like created a little area, like movie watching area, couch, bean bags, other chairs, and they've got like a VHS player, CD not CD, DVD player, and, like, video games where you can just, like, rent it out. There's only going to be three total nights that you can rent out this place, and it can only be to citizens of, like, this county, too, so it's not, like, open to everybody in, in oh, the country. Oh, that's bullshit. Wait, where is it located? Sucks, but it's only three nights total. Like, it's going to be rented out for three nights, and then it's never going to happen again. It's in Oregon. It's, it's in, in it's Oregon? A, yeah, it's in a town in Oregon. And, but, I mean, I, I saw some pictures. It looked really cool. And wh- whoever's the lucky few people that get to do that for three nights, I'm, I envy them. Blockbuster tweeted today for the first time in six years. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I used it. to live in front of a Blockbuster. Really? I used to, I remember going to Blockbusters like vividly when I was Same a kid. Y'all know yeah. Roof Snow, right? Uh, the yeah. road. Mm-hmm. There's a <laughs> building right in front of the farmer's market and the Walgreens. That was the Blockbuster. Mm. And I used to live in the apartments across the street. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I remember going there as a kid. They used then, to be everywhere. And then it died down, and Family Video opened up down the road, and so we used to go there. And so there, now I live near a Family Video. There. Yeah. There. I don't know how Family Video is still going. Probably because they sell CBD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They sell CBD. Yeah. Now. Every fucking Family Video <laughs> CBD. Sold I am so here. tempted yeah. to just buy it with my next like buy two get one free. You know. <laughs> Do you think they have like a deal with movies? Like <laughs> probably. Oh, I I guarantee it. It's like. Get get a cart and yeah. then like with every two rent two rentals a night or something. Buy an like that. eighth of CBD and you get a fucking two free movies. <laughs> <laughs> so world is a weird fucking place, man. No weed. <laughs> God, this podcast, man, it's just. How was Colorado? Colorado was fun. Colorado, Colorado was really very good. fun. It's a beautiful place. It's like genuinely a beautiful place. Was this your second time going? This summer, yeah. Okay. Second time this summer, at least. Like I haven't ever. Uh, I had been since like I was like a kid, like okay. in the ten to twelve range. So like I don't really count it, but technically, yeah. Yeah, I went. I went to Colorado Springs two years ago, and that's where we went th- uh, this year. Was it just last week? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just last week, and I really enjoyed it. I I love it there. Pikes Peak is probably one of my favorite my places on earth that I've been to. It's fourteen thousand something feet up in the air, 
uh, I, I I was inside of a cloud. Not many people can say that. I was inside of a cloud. I, I think that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that's, that. That is pretty dope. But driving up the mountain, and that driving up isn't as bad. But like driving down the mountain it's is scary stressful as, fuck, as yeah. shit. It is scary. You were talking about Braden's cooking on the last podcast or the last podcast, the podcast before that. I'll tell you this: he made some chicken, bro. Chicken fucking slapped. <laughs> I'll tell Just you that chicken. right now. Well, the chicken, and then like I don't really know how to like describe the rest of this. He I mixed, got he, y'all. Yeah. Go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I just I just like gave him a fucking layup, dude. This you guy. Really <laughs> did. Cool. You threw him a fucking lob. <laughs> go ahead, Brayden. Anyway, try to so pass a compliment one I'm, time. <laughs> home, homemade basil pesto, homemade Alfredo sauce. Mix the two together to make. Get this. A pesto Alfredo sauce. Oh, no shit. <laughs> some spaghetti in that bitch. Seared up. Some pan, pan yeah, fried some chicken. Now. Oh, man. It was, and, uh, and that was that was probably Cole's favorite part, the chicken. It was pretty. It was it was damn good. I'm not gonna, t- I'm not going to lie to you. I have a newfound respect for Well, I mean, I had respect for his chef skills before, but now I have, like, actually seen those kind yeah. of myself. And, I had, ever, yeah. had, had I ever really cooked for you before that? No. Um, Like, aside from, like, salsa and some, like, yeah. very, like, low like level things i know i had tacos of yours one time that were okay. also pretty good but like those were like street talk it was nothing crazy like yeah you know what I'm yeah saying, so. i'm moving into my apartment this friday and brayden offered up the idea that one day we just film a video of him teaching me how to cook and i am so down for this yeah the the adventures of and also i want to see his cooking abilities yeah i i'm, I'm excited for that I, I love i love cooking for people it's like it's like where i draw my passion for cooking is doing it for like my friends and family and just like offer me up any type of recipes just easy and like what to get when i'm grocery shopping just any type of wisdom well what what i really want to do is make spaghetti and not in like sauce matt you can come over that night and I, I that way i can like teach you like spaghetti some, versus some spaghetti very easy ways to just like heighten that spaghetti dish up off and just make it like 10 times better just with like a few different seasonings i'll tell you the secret to seasoning anything <laughs> this is okay it's four things four things <laughs> Salt, pepper, garlic powder, and onion powder. Put that on everything, and your food will taste good. I don't think you've ever sounded whiter in your entire life than that <laughs> commentary right there. Why is that? <laughs> because like laying it down to only four different seasonings or spices is I'm like th- I'm super to basic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay I'm not gonna lay it. out like twenty different herbs and spices for everybody to season their food with. Anyways, basically the guy made some good food. And now he's Gordon Ramsay. So. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's on TikTok now, God. by the way. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's reacting Have to like all those people's I love it. dishes. I think oh, it's incredible. He like makes fun of. It's yeah, awesome. he's making fun of people's yeah, cooking. Like, oh, does he do like he, the duos? Yes, yeah, yes, oh my yes, God. yes. That's he's all. Du- that's all duetting. his TikTok is. <laughs> yep. He's like you. You bloody fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like you dim bat. Some, some, some of the some of the videos like he's duetting yeah. are like they're actually like bad cooking videos. Yeah. But others are like like pretty like famous, like well known cooks on TikTok that a lot of people like and follow and Does like he still love talk their shit? recipes. And he was talking <laughs> shit about these guys. And I, I saw like like a few videos, like these guys are getting offended by Gordon Ramsay because they're yeah. they're getting all this hype from people on TikTok. Yeah, but and Gordon Ramsay is just shitting on yeah. him. How are you going to talk shit to Gordon Ramsay, though? You know, you like, can't. There's you no can't. ultimate shit. Even if you try, you're just going to get body He's going to slap you with two pieces of bread. What are you? <laughs> An idiot sandwich. <laughs> I remember that shit. That I fucking funny. love Gordon Ramsay, oh, man. He's, he's so good. I really oh, want to go to man. Vegas one day and go to the restaurant. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. for sure. That would be actually like super dope to just get like the experience of it all and everything. Yeah. Uh, man. 
No. I wish I could go to Vegas right now, but unfortunately we can't. But you know what we have instead? Windstar World Casino, baby. I'm going tomorrow, actually. I'm going, going like, literally going right tomorrow? after I finish this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're going tonight. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. You're going tonight? Yeah, we're going yeah. tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll see y'all. This, uh, is, this uh. is the life of people who don't have, like, either don't have a job or I don't have to work until 5 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, okay. So, I mean, I can sleep in until 1 o'clock. I'm going for Cooper's. Wait, how, how far is the drive? Hour 15. It's an, not yeah, too bad. Yeah. Like yeah. It's only it's like, really it's like literally far. right it's above the Thackerville. Thackerville, Oklahoma. Thackerville, Oklahoma. It's just up north. Chickasaw well, yeah, Nation. Like you literally just go past Denton and you're there <laughs> in about 30, 40 minutes. I'm sad though. Oh, the poker okay. room's closed. So like, that's yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've ever really talked about poker on the podcast too much, but um, oh, surprisingly really? enough, but poker's like my thing. And like, I haven't been able to play like any serious poker in months, like six months. And it, it hurts. It's like and, a crack addict. You're just feeding <laughs> for it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like snorting poker chips. Like, I'm just like he's gr- grinding them up. Aces. <laughs> so yeah, that was that would have been a really good time to use the sound. Oh, earlier, yeah. earlier when we were testing out this new studio and like the mic quality and just all the sound, Cole f- like figured out that there's like a bunch of effects on the soundboard, and so him and Braden were just fucking with that the entire time. And you could just hear Braden laughing. And then it was even funnier to him because he was laughing in the sound effect voices. And that kept him laughing. Yeah, I would, um, I would, be, ma- I would be making... I made the sound and then I started laughing. And it was the perpetual sound, comedy. The sound of my laugh was very funny. So that made me laugh. And it was just an endless cycle. And eventually I just had to like... He sounded like back. a black ops zombie. Yeah, that was that was the funniest part. <laughs> That's it, actually fucking funny. It was it was, so re- it was funny. actually pretty it, funny. It, it, was, so it funny. was pretty funny. You can make yourself sound like Bane if you've ever mm. played a like Jackbox TV on like the PlayStation or Xbox, and you've played Murder Mystery. I know like me and my friends have. Like, there's one that makes you sound like the host of that, and like an I, anonymous I, person so holding fun. ransom too. It was so much fun. Voices. It's this one oh that he's referencing. God. Yeah. Oh that's the, that's yeah. the one that he was talking wasn't about. Wasn't that right great, Matt? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was like, God? Is it my earphones? <laughs> I was like, damn. I'm, I'm going to abuse that shit so much, man. I don't know when I'm going to do it. I have <laughs> no idea that was at our fingertips, though. This no, I feel time. like I've just like unlocked the new ability. <laughs> <laughs> just leveled up. Yeah, yeah, powered up. Yeah, it's like I had this a like... skill tree. You, you know, like skill on tree. old video games, how like characters would be blacked out before you unlock them. You unlock, you just star you unlock powered. the character. It's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. We got some new fucking tools, boys and girls. Let's go. Even though they're not tools, they're just... They're, th- they're things that we already had. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like we got a new soundboard or anything like that. We just have unlocked its full potential, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, now we have. That's what I. Said. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I thought you said we hadn't. Oh okay. no, I said we have. Yeah. Whatever, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We don't want to start another argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can we can get mad at something else if you want to. Would you like to get mad at something else? I would uh, yes. not at each other, or just like with just each something other. else. With each other. Uh, collective yes. mad. Just collective like your energy Co- into yes. another Dude, thing. Sure. All four of us getting collective mad. That sounds like fun. All right, so collective anger. Let's get this started. So New Zealand Uh-oh. has officially reported a hundred days of no it's over a hundred now over a hundred yep. days of no locally transmitted cases of the coronavirus. I think it helps to be an island. Part of that, <laughs> I guess. But also, yeah. like they're probably just doing a much better job than Dude, their prime minister is insane. America. No, yeah, the prime minister after the shooting uh, a couple years back. The way they handled the mosque situation—that's yeah. what too? I was saying. Yeah, the, the way them yeah. when, after that shooting, guns were literally like banned within yeah. days, like a week, like oh, wow. a week, like all guns were just. And like, then you had off. local law enforcement attending mosques to 
and to pay their respects and also just to understand and whatnot. They yeah, made a movie the, out the, of the that. prime minister is a she's a very very good <laughs> leader. Like it's it's been pretty impressive watching. One she's very young desperately. Too. She's young as hell too. She's like very young. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's very annoying though because I mean, I know New Zealand isn't like the only country that's starting to like actually reopen to the point where like you don't have to have masks on everywhere. You can go to like concerts and stuff and. Nothing's getting worse there. It's because they waited like the proper amount of time. Well, they actually just did the right thing. They listened. And yeah. wow, listen to who though? Who were they listening to? Yeah. You, you think they were listening to the scientists? I think I think they were listening to the scientists. <laughs> that's that's but, absurd. Yeah, just a bizarre thing to do during a health situation. How dare you listen to health officials? <laughs> but, anyways, <clears throat> whole point is I'm really mad because. We got all this stuff taken away from us in the spring, right? We lost March Madness. All the movies got delayed until infinity. Um, everything got taken away from us. And everybody's hope was that, like, you know, ideally in the fall, everybody will be, go back, like, be back in classes. We'll be able to do things again. Nope. We're, we're in August. Nearing, we're nearing the middle of August now. And we're still considering opening schools. Shit just gets worse every day, too. It's like 50,000 new cases daily. And it's like... We're still considering opening. Did you see the statistics that I showed Not, you of, earlier? Of 97,000 new yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a report that were, gotten COVID yeah. since schools opened back up. 97,000 yeah, 97, children have uh, gotten COVID in that the two weeks so that terrible. schools have been reopened, which I don't know how you can like view that. And then still be like, still think Let's it's a open great schools. idea. Like, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. You, uh, it's, I don't understand. It's like, frustrating, I, man. How can you also view the rest of the world? And then look at us and then be like, yeah, we made the right decisions. <laughs> like, like, yeah, and it's like, frustrating knowing that we have literally no power to fix this. Oh, no, without a doubt. I mean, because I mean, honestly, it's because we live in like a super divided nation where like there's a fair there's a fairly significant amount of the population that just doesn't even think COVID's real. Yeah. Like, that's like that's designer, I don't really know designer how significant doesn't think it's real. that is. Well, I'm talking in terms of significance. I'm just talking there are movements of people that like genuinely yeah. believe it's just some attempted plan to thwart Trump being reelected. <laughs> the Alex Jones followers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, Infowars type folk. Yeah, I'm sure Caitlin Bennett's on that train somewhere. Oh, God, I'm I sure she is. <laughs> Pooping her pants. I was about to. Make, <laughs> I was about to make a joke. No, but anyways, being a citizen of the United States, obviously, and I, I. Unlike most, actually, I've been following the coronavirus since it's like um, almost since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Fairly close to the beginning, like the very beginning of January is when I first read about it. And <clears throat> seeing how other countries have reacted comparative to how we actually did things, because even our lockdowns weren't really lockdowns. No. You could go wherever. You could go to a park. You could do what, like, like 10 person parties and whatever else that they were saying. Like, there was no real prevention going on outside of just closing stuff. Yeah. So, like, I understand the frustration seeing businesses closed and then watching as everybody else do does all of the same things that they said they couldn't do in your business. But at the same time, if we would have just closed down and actually closed down for like a month, we would be fine now. Yeah. I agree. Like we would not be in this situation at the moment. Like if we had done what actual experts were telling us to do and we didn't allow this political controversy over whether or not wearing a mask was like somehow infringing on your civil liberties – we probably would be in a better state right now, but unfortunately we have a terribly inefficient government that seemingly lets things like this spiral out of control. It's sad too, because it makes me think just how things in the fall are going to be affected too. Cause I was driving yesterday and I noticed one of the spirit Halloween stores and 
Halloween probably won't be a thing. No. Just oh, because yeah. like, absolutely yeah, not. Just completely really? thinking about it. And I, I did a piece on it in our uh, journalism class that I took in the fall because I was talking about just how things like holidays are going to be affected and <coughs> later on if the coronavirus <coughs> was a thing, I didn't expect it to be, but here we are now. Yeah. It's most likely not going to be a thing like Halloween's going to be different, Christmas is going to be different, well, Thanksgiving's going to be different. There's no way people are going to be comfortable like exchanging candy and stuff like there's Pumpkin just, patches won't exist. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, honestly, the the thing that's going to suck the most is the rest of the world is going to go on. The rest of the world is going to reopen, they're going to celebrate trail behind. And the United States, unfortunately, is looking like it's just going to be 16 steps behind everyone else. Do you know how sad you just made me, Muhammad? Saying pumpkin passions aren't going to be a thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to miss <laughs> pumpkin patches. Are you big on hayrides? Corn mazes. <laughs> hayrides how, how slap. Can you not no, they're fine. Hayrides are so much I, fun. My favorite is corn campfires maze. Corn mazes are my favorite. That's like, oh, dude, fall is my favorite time of the year. And like, we would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had we just listened? I mean, it's like, it's obviously like hindsight 2020, but it's not like there weren't people saying like, hey, don't you think that we should? Yeah. <laughs> you just don't yeah. get how you can't listen to the experts. Like, these motherfuckers went to school for this shit. <laughs> they, they they spend their entire lives studying something, but then we like we look at a politician who's been in office for a couple of years, and we're like, nah, you're the guy. Not even you're, a politician. You're the guy to listen to. Not like, even a politician, man. It's just, well, yeah, but... I don't know. I don't know how the situation got so out of control. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we live in such a developed, engineered society and we don't have protocols in place to be immediately enactable in situations like this. And it's annoying I'm telling bitching you, I, about I, this, I, but it's impossible not to at this point. I'm, I'm telling you, I have a theory that America has too much freedom for the, for our people. So then like, it, it, it goes crazy on both sides. Because there's no like no nothing to control how they think, and I feel that we don't enact certain freedoms <clears throat> in the right way. For example, and I agree with for that. example the right to vote. It's one of the most powerful things that we've been given as citizens of a country, like a right that most people don't have, and we squander it. Yeah, yeah like fifty percent of the electorate doesn't even vote most of the time. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting it's how less. it's interesting how this November is going to go because if anything, this is one of the most crucial times in our country that people need to take heed of but it certainly is going to be a pivotal moment yeah. the election will be because i mean i don't know if anything's going to change drastically if biden wins i mean like I, this isn't a political podcast yeah. so i won't try to get too far into it but let's just run the slant say biden wins and start seeing things change like quickly let's just say that i don't know how anything can look like anything other than negligence in the months prior to it though does that make sense yeah, yeah. so if biden comes in and say that a bunch of massive scale changes start on the terms of coronavirus. I mean, given he'll be taking office in January. So if that's the case, this has clearly gone on for a very long time. So if he were to come in, though, and everything were to change, I'm still curious to know if people who have supported Trump the entire time and his decisions the entire time would still feel the same way if things started to actually change if Biden took office. I don't know. It's with Trump specifically. Trump is a very personality strong person mm-hmm. and a lot of his supporters are die hard. Like they view him as a through deity. The, yeah, through the gates of the hell type die hard. Like they would follow that man regardless of what he And what he, he says did, so. is true and it's all what they need to follow and and I understand. I you mean know, pe- people follow like there there's 
all leader they all leaders have like a following like that. Well yeah, yeah. I mean strong voices yeah. and everything. That's what I'm how not it one happens, to but... discriminate against your beliefs or who you follow, but it's like do you really have to follow idiocracy? Yeah. I mean I just my whole thing is and like I said, political views aside, it really isn't like for, for me it really isn't like a Trump yeah Biden thing. It's more of I don't know how you can look at the way this thing is tracked, looked at how the leadership of this country and the states alike have responded and then still think that we have done the right things. Yeah, I agree. I just, I don't know how at this point in time we can draw those conclusions that like, you know what, we're doing just fine. Because I get it. The economy is important. And like, it's important that people are making money and stuff. But like, come it's on. It's not important in your own goddamn life. Well, that's what, it, that's like and you th- see, what's become completely You've seen some politicians on TV during interviews. And I saw a couple months ago, these people were like, yeah, lives will be lost, but the economy must thrive. Are you kidding me? Which is like. I don't know. I mean, that's like one a very privileged take. Yeah, you know, that's like, a very privileged take, and it's just greedy. I mean, that, that's that, incredibly that one hundred percent greedy. Yeah, I mean, because the people sta- uh, saying these things or the people that really even enacting policies are not going to be subject to half the things that anybody else are. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else is because I mean, lower or not lower level, but like regular Americans are feeling this pandemic way way harder than the elite i mean the elites of society have actually made like a fucking metric fuck ton of money during the pandemic Dude. like Te- they have tesla, made... tesla has gone up their tesla stock has gone up 500 percent since this amazon has gone up probably like 60 to 70 percent and that and 60 to 70 percent on amazon is significant because it was lot. already an incredibly expensive piece yeah. of stock yeah and i mean that's the divide that I just, I guess I just don't understand. Like, I get where money circulates and I get that it goes certain places. I just don't understand how certain people in one nation could be doing so fucking well when some of the nation is fighting to get, to even like stay in their homes. Because yeah. there are landlords all over the country right now that are fighting lawsuits trying to evict their residents that can't pay their rent because their jobs went under because the country can't handle anything. Yeah. I mean, it's a terribly shitty situation. I just hate that we're left. The people who are making these decisions for us are the same people that aren't going to feel any of the consequences. Mm-hmm. They're just, it's, I hate how out of touch it seems that the top is to the bottom. If that, I agree. Yeah, it makes sense. All. Especially makes in a situation sense. like this where it's a humanitarian crisis and it's not about money. It's not about politics. It's about lives. We're trying to prevent more people from dying. And so I don't, I don't get how, like, Americans are historically very patriotic people. You know, it's like the USA. That's the whole America thing. You know, whatever. I don't know how you can see American lives being lost due to negligence of government and then still think that things are okay. Like, how is that not... I think patriotism, if anything, is calling out the government that is responsible for these type of things. Yeah, I agree. And so, like, I don't know. It's just... It's an incredibly frustrating situation to watch develop, and it's extremely sad. I really don't like to get super downbeat with these type of things, but when you see something like New Zealand and the rest of the world starting to reopen... Super disheartening. It's it's very difficult. Because that's the position that we want to be in. We don't want this shit anymore. I'm tired of it. And we, we want everything. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to have to wear a mask until shit gets better. And it's a nuisance, but I mean, I'm still going to try to do my part. I'm not going to think it's ludicrous or freaking go crazy and think that this is all a reason to get someone out of office. It's just dumb. You know, yeah. you got to do what's best for the, yourself and the country. Yeah. And if that's just a minor inconvenience, then suck it up. Because that's what a mask is, man. I mean, unless you have like a incredibly a mask is showing that you care about other people. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. If, unless you have, like, incredibly terrible breathing problems, like, literally top 0.01% of people that have these breathing issues, first of all, if you are those people, 
you're like the highest risk of patient for COVID. So like you probably you should shouldn't probably be doing too much you either should way. Stay in your house and not leave your house. Yeah. And the people who are in your house probably shouldn't leave that house either. Yeah. So, but let's just say that like not everyone can't breathe through a mask. It's literally the smallest thing to do. You don't touch it. It sits around your ears. It's on your face. It doesn't really obstruct you anything. You can get a cool looking one if you want. Matt has a Marvel one. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank I you. mean, shit. Make nice. it some, like make it some style or something. Personalize it to yourself. But like. You have to understand what kind of position you're putting other people in, though, where you're talking about you're essentially casting the entire country into a net, and you're saying if half of you don't wear a mask, all of you are going to drown. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it's a shitty situation. I hate that it was political. Because I, I hate politics as it is. I like talking well, about them, America but I hate them. You. But, I mean, I just I, I think that's a fault in the, a fault in the system, I yeah. guess. That I don't, I don't think everything should be political, specifically instances like this. But yeah, this has been a nice rant. Yeah, yeah. We'll I, just have to see how things progress as time goes on. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting year. Obviously, it's been shitty. But I guess the best the best thing I would say to people who are watching this is try to take care of yourself. Try to take care of those people, the people around you. Be smart. Be safe. Because I think at this point, it's fairly decent. It, I think it's okay to say that we can't trust people above us to take care of us yeah we can't we can't trust the institutions of this it's an country. inside job people yeah i just i think that you know if you if you want to take care of the people around you the family your family the people you love then you have to do it yourself these days so i mean it exactly. is what it is but that's important and also it's also important to like and subscribe it is also important True. to like and subscribe which will bring us to our outro and follow our instagram god damn it yeah, we're actually going to start. God damn it. I don't know how many of y'all have actually followed us on Instagram for like the entirety of this podcast, but we haven't really posted very often. We're gonna st- we're That's gonna, changing, changing quickly. We are, we're going to be uploading on that all the that. time, and we might even do some Instagram lives or stuff like that in the future. I know that we did a couple during like the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, so there's it's a lot in store. Laughing. There's a lot in store, but we're in a new studio. It's a new controlled environment. We got some air conditioning, finally. <laughs> I'm I, man. I'm wearing jeans and I'm not even sweating. The world. This is, this is beautiful. World's a changing, man. It's crazy. But I've no. got a nice sturdy table with me. We, okay. One thing that none of no one ever really like. I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the podcast. We were never like allowed to like rest our arms on the ping pong because table. It would, it, would it would shake the cameras. But now the cameras aren't on the same table as our beautiful little podcast. And table we can here. set our arms and stuff down on the table without worrying about something falling over. So quality is about to skyrocket there's also a tv that we were worried about falling over if we banged yeah. hard enough. i don't know and that it used to be one scary. point where i was recording and i had my tripod hooked on to the tv yeah <laughs> i remember that yeah. yeah that was for a good entire that was that was the start of the big view yeah. yeah that oh okay first of all we can talk about this you go watch one of our really old youtube videos comparative to what he's doing now yeah literally like day and night like yeah. <laughs> completely different it's I, crazy. I did that a couple weeks ago man i was just appalled yeah not gonna lie i feel sorry for any of you guys that suffered through watching the like hour and a half long podcast Wait, man, i probably didn't watch it realistically with we, I, we love you yeah because things are changing for the better we got matt a beautiful addition to mix and match radio he's fit in honestly you fit in very well i wanted to i wanted to mention that earlier in the episode actually because uh I, it's just seamless the way you seemingly fit in with everybody and oh, conversationally speaking. And so I don't know. It's been fun, but we can wrap it up right about here. If that sounds good to everyone else. I'm good yeah. with that. All right. Well, under those terms, then we will see you next week for another episode of mix and match radio. Stay safe guys. Take care. All right. We love you. Bye-bye.